Welcome to Preston's Super Show. Seven bold predictions for Saturday for you here. Let's start with the Georgia Southern Eagles versus the Ohio Bobcats in the Myrtle Beach Bowl. 10 a.m. kickoff. The total is set at 53 and a half. The spread is minus one and a half. Favorites are Ohio in this game. ESPN gives them a 55.3% chance to win, giving Georgia Southern a 44.7% chance to win this game. What I like in this game is the defense for Ohio to cause this total to go under. They are an underrated defense, two of the best tacklers uh, in all of college football right now are on that Ohio defense. And then their offense, once they start clicking, will be able to blow past Georgia Southern low-scoring game. So I love the under here. It, like I said, it opened at 53 and a half, um, and the lines moved to 48 and a half now. So yes, I do believe it will go under that. And uh, Ohio being the underdogs now at plus two and a half is a great spot as well. I do believe they will win this game. And uh, it won't um, take too much for them to perform well in this game. I think a lot of people are worried about uh, team uh, players sitting out, looking for the players that are sitting out. Who's going to have the more of the players sitting out in these games? That's why it's good to not rush your bowl predictions out. And based on who we know sitting in this game, it's not going to make a difference. Georgia Southern lost their last four games of the season. And to be realistic with you, to be honest, they're a six-win team that should not be in a bowl game. I mean, they they lost their last four games very convincingly. And they looked ugly. A 6-6 six and six team versus an Ohio Bobcats team that's 9-3 and three that went through the ringer of their conference and came out sturdy enough. Uh, got put in a, a pretty low, lowly bowl here, right? So Myrtle Beach Bowl, Ohio Bobcats win. And I will move on. Next up, we have the Cricket Celebration Bowl where the Howard Bisons will be facing the Florida A&M Rattlers. 11 a.m. kickoff tomorrow, Saturday on ABC or ESPN Plus, uh, wherever you're watching from. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where this game is. Um, it's going to be a, a great, great field conditions for this game. Uh, total set at 50 and a half. It opened at 48 and a half, so it's moving up. Uh, Florida A&M Rattlers are minus six and a half favorites to win this game. It's held steady up until this point. Um, Their quarterback, Jeremy Musa, with 195 completions on 338 passing attempts with 2,604 yards and a 19 touchdown to 7 interception ratio will lead the way for the Florida A&M Rattlers to cover the spread to win the game. And not only that, Howard is a team that has been, let's put it this way, they're lucky to be here. They're lucky to be here. They've snuck by most all of their opponents this year. Mostly all of their opponents they snuck by in their wins. 
six and five team. Realistically, they got lucky to get in a bowl game, but they get to play on a very nice field. This is um, a really interesting game for them, I'm sure. But their quarterback is going to be under uh, quite a bit of pressure. So we'll see how that offensive line holds up. I don't think it holds up that well, to be honest with you. And Quentin Williams, uh, the quarterback for Howard Bison, is going to be under a lot of pressure. And I think it just it, it becomes much more difficult for this team to dig themselves out of a hole than vice versa. So Florida A&M Rattlers will win that game. Um, they have a you know a solid backfield in Terrell Jennings. Uh, who's had over 100 carries, 101 carries exactly, 606 yards rushing and eight touchdowns on the year. Uh, then their top receiver, Marcus Riley, being scouted by the pros, 31 receptions, 621 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, will be the go-to guy in this game for the Florida A&M Rattlers. I expect them to have a great game, bringing some of their fan base here, <clears throat> um, to be honest with you, because they're not going that far from Florida to Georgia. In, uh, playing in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, <clears throat> of all places, letting a Florida team play there. So I think that uh, the Rattlers are going to bring the venom. You know what I mean? They're going to have the venom in this matchup. So give me the Rattlers there. They cover the spread. For the total, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I think that that total sneaks over 50 and a half. So I like the over there. Um, I think that you know, it's not that Howard can't score at all. I just think it's going to be difficult because for them to win um, and cover the spread because I think Florida A&M can put it on this team. Um, and from that standpoint, folks, I'll move on to the next game. That's a second bowl game, the Cricket Celebration Bowl, where I am taking the Florida A&M Rattlers, who are 11-1 and this year, over the Howard Bison team. That's 6-5 and five, lucky to be in this game. Jacksonville State was accepted in here um you know with overwhelming support and this is a good uh bowl game for these teams now i think what you got to understand is like louisiana the raging cajuns get a home field advantage here by default so playing in new orleans where uh, the louisiana raging cajuns play uh, you know basically they're in louisiana anyways so they're carrying a lot of the fan base here, which makes it a tough game for Jacksonville State. And Jacksonville State uh, hasn't impressed me from the quarterback position. Uh, where I've been impressed is uh, the rest of the team and what they've been able to do. Their, their role players, their running back uh, is a monster in Malik Jackson. They have a great wide receiver in Perry Carter. But what happens to this team when they're in a uh, a very you know a game that's very going to be very difficult for them to win? But uh, Louisiana Raging Cajuns fought hard to end up in this position. Um, I like a little bit of an upset here. I think everybody's going to be banking on Jacksonville State. I've witnessed them firsthand. Going, but let's go back to the FIU game where they didn't start off uh, particularly well. But then they, you know, dominated the rest of the game. Then they go to South Carolina, and they put up 28, but lose 38 to 28, bigger opponents. They play Louisiana Tech, 
who they beat 56 to 17, but then they played New Mexico State and lose 20 to 17, and the offense was just not there. And Louisiana, these raging Cajuns are a team every year that just some way or another, they give you something to remember them by lately, right? Like late, the last few years, this team's shown up. They've given us something to remember them by. Big play, maybe it was a player himself. Um, maybe it was just the way the system was running. They give us something to remember them by. They're going to give us a win here. Playing in New Orleans, inspired football. Been pretty much hanging out, living life. Uh, this entire time they'd love nothing more than, than to beat this Jacksonville State team and uh, send them home with a loss so I think overall when you look at the total 57 and a half uh, I like the under spread being uh, plus two and a half for the Raging Cajuns um, as, as the underdog I love them as the underdog I would be very comfortable with that two and a half um, because I don't think that this Jacksonville State team is cracked up, is everything that people think it's cracked up to be. And uh, with that being said, look for some breakout players here. You know, when both teams are going to run the ball pretty well. I do expect that. But I think the quarterback for the Rachel Cajuns has just shown me more. He just looked better out uh, on the field this year. And they compete well in every game. They've competed above expectations in every game and haven't been able to pull out the close ones. But I think here is where they will be able to. I think it's a very close game. And the Louisiana Raging Cajuns win in New Orleans in the RNL Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Quite a few red teams playing. You know what I mean? You got Louisiana Raging Cajuns, Miami, Miami of Ohio Red Hawks. Fresno State Bulldogs, and then New Mexico State Aggies, who have that little tone of red. So let's talk about the next game here. And this is going to be a very fun game, very close, down to the wire. Going to be hard for anybody to pull away in this game. So I love uh, that Miami of Ohio is being doubted in this game because of the late game heroics from Appalachian State. This is the Avocados from Mexico Cure Bowl. This bowl tends to deliver. Um, it usually does. 41 and a half is the total. I love the over. Plus six, Miami of Ohio is a great spot. They're the underdogs. It, I think Vegas is going to lose a lot of money on that. Um, Appalachian State, let's talk about this team. Basically... They've beat opponents, you know, that they should have beat convincingly, so they did that well. But there was a couple games where they they didn't close the deal soon enough. Um, one of those games was against James Madison, who got into a bowl on waivers. And uh, Troy. They couldn't close the deal on Troy. So this is a team that is a lot like Troy offensively. And Miami of Ohio just beat Toledo, who people are still pumping up. And I think that's a, like a quiet thing. And I think people start thinking like, oh, well, you know, here we go with guys not playing. Or maybe there's a um, uh, like an idea around this. Like if, if a few guys don't play, all of a sudden the team's just going to go to crap. Let me be, let's just be completely serious. 
It's not just one guy that got them there. Any of these teams. And um, if you think that one player being out or two players is going to be out is going to like cost a team that you just don't watch enough football. It's not going to be enough. Now, Blaine Gabbert or Brett Gabbert uh, related to Blaine Gabbert, who was was great in college, and here he here comes you know what I mean the next generation, and he's got this down pack man. I mean this guy's accurate with the football. He doesn't get rattled. He doesn't do anything to cost his team. He's got 14 touchdowns and only five interceptions this year. 111. Uh, passing completions on 187 passing attempts. That's very accurate. And then 1,634 yards to cap it off. Then let's talk about where this team really excels, and that's in the backfield with Rashad Amos, who's carrying the workload for the Miami of Ohio Redhawks. 177 carries for 895 yards and 12 touchdowns. I believe he will go over a thousand yards in the season, right? They're going to count this for his season stats. So this game counts for stats. So they're going to count this towards his season stats and uh, go over a thousand yards this year. Then you have their receiver, Larvadane, who's being scouted by the pros and, and very scouted because he's very talented. 38 receptions for 643 yards and six touchdowns. But this tells you that they spread the ball around. He only has six of the the passing touchdowns that Gabbert's thrown, so that means there's quite, quite a bit left on the table there. Um, and so he's getting the ball moving around. And for a team that's 11-2, and two, to be an underdog against Appalachian State, who hasn't shown me um, they can beat a good opponent, then I'm uh, besides James Madison in overtime, right? Like it took them overtime to beat James Madison, and no disrespect, but Miami of Ohio Redhawks are a lot built like that. They're a lot like James Madison, and they're a lot like Troy in their style of offense. They like to go downfield fast, and I think Appalachian State finds himself in trouble in this game with that. They lose this game. Miami of Ohio Redhawks win. Total goes over 41 and a half. And, uh, of course, the Red Hawks will cover the spread there. Um, I love that as well. Fresno State Bulldogs up against the New Mexico State Aggies. And the Fresno State Bulldogs were on a complete roll this year, and then they hit that turbulent time. And they've, it's been hard for them to steady the ship ever since, right? In New Mexico State Aggies, here's a team that's just been overhyped. Constantly, people are overhyping this team. And when you watch the games, again, their best running back is their quarterback. So automatically, like, I, I, I never get behind that. And then for the Fresno State Bulldogs, this is a team that has botched their last three performances, but they have the offensive firepower and the capability to win this game. They are the underdogs at plus three and a half. I love them on the spread. Total set at 51 and a half. Be honest with you. I like the over. I do think it goes over. I think it gets to 52. And this is the Isleta New Mexico Bowl. So a lot of people say, hey, New Mexico is going to have big, you know, New Mexico. So it's going to be a lot of fans here from New Mexico and rooted on their Aggies. 
and I do think that's very true. But I also think Fresno State has quite a few fans there, um, and 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 they're in a position where they can ha- end up with a nine-win season, which would be big for them. Now, New Mexico State with ten wins, ten and four. If they go to ten and five, I mean, it's not terrible. But I think this Fresno State team, I think that they're going to play with some heart. I think that they're going to play some inspired football. I like the team they have. New Mexico State is a big play team. So I like the over as my favorite bet to give you a winner. I believe Fresno State pulls off the upset. I believe that they cover the spread at plus three and a half. And I don't think that New Mexico State is as um, explosive as people are making them out to be. I think they're a little bit less explosive than you think, and they struggle to run the football. It's going to be hard to be Fresno State like that. Two games left. Let's move to the Boise State Broncos versus the UCLA uh, UCLA Bruins. Wah-bah-bah. Wah-bah-bah. 8-5 8-5 Boise State Broncos versus the UCLA Bruins, who are 7-5 favorites in this game. So I am loving that because I don't like their team right now. I think they'll get overhyped. Um, they've had their emotional wins. They've got their emotional wins out of the way. <clears throat> Boise State is looking to put a, like the, uh, a cap on their season. They're looking to put, you know what I mean, a nice cap on their season, a nice hat, a very nice fitting hat to complete their outfit. And they're going to get it here, folks. I mean, Boise State's been on a roll. I was telling people, I'm like, look, man, you can say what you want about this team. But Boise State continues to impress me. UCLA, they just went, you know, and beat USC. That was their big hoo-ha. They beat Colorado, <clears throat> looked great against Colorado, and then struggled until USC. And people are like, oh, they're going to, you know, be so good in this game. I think they're going to be in a lot of trouble in this game, to be honest with you. Um, the total is at 47 and a half. I like the under. Uh, Boys State plus five and a half on the spread. Love that. That's my favorite spot. Now, I believe they'll win. I would. I'll bite on that plus 190 money line for sure. Now, here's why. Uh, Boise State <clears throat> plays like a team. Okay, this is what I look at college football. Do you play like a team? I understand if you don't have the best this or the best that, but you make up for that by playing like a team. And when you look at these last four games, right, Boise State went on a run. They beat University of New Mexico 42-14. to They beat... Utah State Aggies 45 to 10. Utah State's in a bowl. They beat Air Force Falcons 27 to 19. Air Force is in a bowl. UNLV, they beat 44 to 20 in their last game at UNLV. Two out of four of those games were on the road. And they won 44 to 20 against UNLV team who was hyped hyped up and uh stomped them. Stomped them. Run up ran up the score on them and uh won 44 to 20. This team is for real. They're going to come in here uh, in the Starcold Brands L.A. Bowl. Here's the Boise State. Frickin' team in Idaho gets to come all the way out here to L.A. and play. 
oh no, they're, they want to play this game. UCLA, they're in the same spot they've been. So, I mean, uh, are their fans going to travel there? Probably quite a, quite a few UCLA fans to see Boise State kick their ass. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. Boise State is going to their freshman quarterback. Um, but I but I'm not who who cares? I mean, it is their team that's going to win them this game, <clears throat> and the freshman quarterback could come in there against that UCLA team and beat them. He uh, he will, and it's a great game for their freshman quarterback to get some love in. So uh, I, I think uh, that's a good game for Boise State, and people aren't expecting it. Well, they should expect it. Next game. Moving on to the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. Who will win this matchup, do you believe? The Texas Tech Raiders? Red Raiders or the California Golden Bears. A lot of people jumped on the Texas Tech bandwagon after a midseason, I'll say. So it's been a midseason for them. They're six and six. Cal six and six. <clears throat> Cal got on a roll in their last few games. You know what I mean? Texas Tech is like a a streaky team. It's like a very streaky team. But Cal got on a roll. And this is a game where I feel like someone's going to let us down. We're going to be let down in this game. <clears throat> Somewhere, someone's going to let us down. And you have to look deep. You have to look very deep in this game. ESPN says 59.2% Texas Tech chance to win this game. 40.8% chance for Cal. I do think Texas Tech wins. <clears throat> I actually do. I actually do. Um, But Cal is on a roll right now. So here's what you do with that. Over's pretty high, 58 and a half. The over's pretty high. Take Cal on the spread, plus three and a half right now. That's a good spot. That's where you want to be. They'll cover. It'll come down to the wire. Texas Tech will hold them off. Independence Bowl's a good bowl. Texas Tech is going to feel liberated after this game. Put it to you that way, right? <clears throat> they have the... Like... The teams are so identical, but their identity is so different. If Texas Tech dropped an ugly, ugly stain against Texas in their last game, where California's had these big emotional wins, and, you know, when they've played super great competition, they folded. But when they've played competition around their level, they've They've really done well. Washington State, Stanford, UCLA, all around Cal, Golden Bears level of competition. But what I like about Texas Tech is they beat teams that are uh, in really good positions, in really good bowls. Um, TCU, Kansas, Central Florida. Teams that are actually somebody right now. California's just beating a bunch of nobody teams. So I like uh, Texas Tech in this game to avenge that last loss they had to Texas. This is a great way for them to do it, and they have some fire in their bellies. So I really like 
that, you know, like for them to win the game, <clears throat> it probably comes down to a few points, a few points at the end of that. And then they, uh, they walk out of there with a victory. So Texas Tech wins and Cal on the spread is where I would want to be in that game. So you have all my picks, seven bold predictions for tomorrow on Saturday. Enjoy college football. Enjoy the NFL. And enjoy UFC. Let's go, baby. Thank you for tuning in to Preston's Super Show. Just like the hands of time, I'm turning it over to you. Good night and God bless. Palms 37.4 KJV.